Nothing says Pride Month is over like breaking your carabiner. What the fuck? Oh, what am I supposed to? How am I supposed to keep my keys together now? (laughs) I'm going to lose them if they're not attached to my person. This is bad news. Okay. Okay. Mm. Ready to go? Are we ready? Oh, wait. Let me just. Oh. Did you just fire? No. I just kind of of chalk for tits. (laughs) (laughs) There was like a fart noise. I was like, okay, she's comfortable. That's fine. (laughs) My God. Okay, you've got everything cracked. You're ready to go? Yeah, crack. Let's do it. Let's Let's do a podcast. (laughs) We're here. We're queer. And we're busy doing Real Real Hot Hot Girl Girl Shit. shit. I'm Claire. Connor. And this is Real Hot Girl Pod, a podcast about embodying the hot girl attitude in a queer, inclusive space. Hopefully you've heard the earlier episodes and know what we're about, but let's do a quick recap. As hot girls in training, we are striving to unapologetically be ourselves and love ourselves. Why are we saying girl in 2023? Because we're taking it back from the patriarchy as an all-gender term. Ooh, money, money, money. money. Must be funny. In a rich man's world. Hi, Rides. How's it going? Oh my god. How are you? How's your body, mind, and soul? Oh, body, mind, and whole, Claire. Oh. Oh, Jesus. What a week it's been. Dear it's been me, oh stunning, my. and we will get into it. But first, let's tell the hot girls what we're doing this week. We will indeed. Well, as hot girls may have been keeping up with around us, um, I mean, our t going on a lot of money is kind of money is a hot the button topic yeah I personally have never lost large sums of money and just forgotten that I got paid them or didn't get paid them I've never seen so many people in my life turn around and be like I don't know what I'm getting paid <laughs> Honestly. So anyway, listen, we're not going to get into the whole specific uh, scandal, but we did think it'd be a good time to talk about money. Um, what to do with this? We're not financial experts, uh, but we are fabulous. And, you know, we can talk a little bit about how to spend it, how to save it, how to splurge it, what to do, all that kind of stuff. So we are going to get into it. It's kind of like a mini real hot girl guide to money, honey. Oh, get that money, money, honey, honey. Hot or not. So, Connor, what was hot or not for you this week? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we wow. Have? Question of the season. <laughs> well, Claire, as we, I'm sure, all have had an extremely hot week with pride. Woo! Woo! Yes, it was a fucking stellar week. Now, exactly how I thought it would go as well, where I would just go right arse to the wind. What I didn't expect to was like, how long it would take me to recover from it. But no, it was absolutely gorgeous pride. Two days of absolute just mayhem. I am only regaining my voice back. Um, But that is how you know that you had a great one. And I was just screaming my tits off. So I'm very lovely people. And finally got the surprise birthday uh, that Claire, uh, <laughs> this little fucking... Um, <laughs> Which was concocting <laughs> in the background that I literally, I can't get over how many people were involved, how many group t- chats that I'm in and not one of them slipped. Do you know what I loved the most, right? Because we wanted to make sure, you know, that the homegirls uh-huh. were, your housemates were involved. Yeah. There was our ma people yeah. involved. There was uh, work people involved. Uh-huh. But I was not prepared for the level of like dastardly deception that the housemates <laughs> went to. So I believe on the morning of, they were like, oh, cool. See you later. Um, my, I'll, We'll catch you a block party.
party yeah. and watched you sweat and not be able to get a taxi oh, yeah. knowing full well that they had pre-brooked one and it was coming and made you like walk all the way to your boyfriend's oh. house and then run. Walk? I know. I just stomped down from fucking uh, Cabra down to like Smithfield in boots that were oh not made for boots in the house down and I literally got there and I was like <laughs> and he was like Connor Connor is fine so we're just going to do yeah, this Yeah he had to here. distract you for five minutes because I wanted everyone to be seated before you arrived <laughs> and someone's taxi was delayed. Well so. yeah yeah yeah. Well in <laughs> other words it ended up being stunning anyways Um, it was a gorgeous funeral for the twink death. Uh, mm-hmm. Clara met me outside a literal funeral home and gave me cards of um, you know here is uh, some plastic surgery flights to Turkey uh, adopt an old cat it's, 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 oh, it's too old to climb up your curtains but old enough to sit in your lap <laughs> you know I'm really proud of my graphic design skills on those so we'll post them we'll post them with the episode on the Instagram but yeah so we organised a little brunch um, you got serenaded by the beautiful Dame Stuffy who's oh hosting my God. it um, so shout out to her shout out to Doll Society as well like we were thinking what is the most over the top camp thing that we could possibly do for Connor oh yes <laughs> this is exactly perfect not a place that brings over disco balls of like cocktails like what the fuck yeah it was fantastic and then oh my god any knots of the week your, your recovery your loss of your voice and your youth yeah you well all of the above yeah well basically my main knots is I didn't take my own advice and I fucked my boots the house down literally in last week's episode we were like here's some pride tips make sure that you're you know having your comfortable shoes comfortable shoes change out those things did I absolutely not I rotted myself and to the point where it was Wednesday before I even felt significantly like a human being three you were calling for blister pastors at about 5pm on the Saturday (laughs) yeah Yeah. but listen but look sure we made it we we survived yeah but I was have just been through the horse but in the best possible way as we know we have to pay the crack tax whenever it comes and you rallied you went to straight pride on Sunday as well I know yeah Sam Fender (laughs) in fucking Malahide are you messing never going back cannot do that to myself I leave them up there to do their own bits oh it's a beautiful venue but it's very far it's very far Honestly, yeah, not the most accessible, but look. But sure, what about you, Claire? So my hots and knots of the week. I had a very hot week. Absolutely loved every second of Pride. Um, block party, like shout out to the mother crew. Put on the most like Brava, 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 bravissima. (laughs) Amazing venue, uh, great food, great drinks. Yes. So well organized, hardly a queue for the bar, for the toilets, everything. Um, went in on the Friday. Had a lovely dance, saw self esteem, got met self esteem, got to got to meet her, got to talk to her. We were backstage, and I was there. It was me, Paul Ryder, and Viola Davis, and I was like, "She's right there," and they're like, "Fucking go to talk to her!" Like we're all hanging out. She's mm. lovely. Like go, just go and talk mm. to her. Like, and I was like, "I can't." So Viola like pushed me <laughs> at her, and um, I just kind of Rebecca, sorry, excuse me, just tap her, and she's like, "You're right, love," and I was like. <laughs> Yeah, hi. Um, sorry, like I know you get this all the time, but I just like I just I really I appreciate your music so much. And I think you're so fabulous, and I love everything. She's like, oh, thanks so much. And I was like, I just oh, I had a bit of a shocker last year, and your album really got me through it. And she was like, you all right now? And I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, and then she gave me like a big hug, oh. and I was just like, that's so fucking nice. But anyway, and then I was like, I'm not. I, I, you're I'm like, like give oh, me a kiss. I'm just gonna go over here. I'm like, marry me. And I was like, I'm just gonna go over here. I'm not gonna be that weird like hanger on person. But yeah. it was lovely to get to meet her. And then Viola, my sister, she was like, 
took a load of candid pictures of the two you chatting there you're welcome <laughs> like, thank you so much but um yeah no Friday absolutely gorgeous Stellar. um Shout out to the pod listeners oh my at God. Black Party who yes. came up to us. Multiple pod listeners came up going, hey, we love your pod. You Aww. guys are deadly. It was so lovely. Actually, yes, it was absolutely Out in the gorgeous. wild, wasn't it? Honestly. So and, many gorgeous girls. I know. And God love them because they were seeing me up in two days of heat and sweat and boots of high style. Oh, look, we were Apologies all to it. anybody that I literally, like, if I hugged you and you just got, like, yeah, an imprint of like, my entire body fluids on you. Oh, yeah. jeez. <laughs> says like fair play um, but yeah no that was great um, the brunch went off without a hitch which was great I was in full production mode it was oh, yeah. so funny Robin was sitting there and she's like you alright do you want to drink and I was like fine yeah just coordinating <laughs> with yeah no the lads they're, they're leaving out okay go places everybody places <laughs> <laughs> you know because we had the whole bit with the funeral home I and I like my funeral outfit and anyway look it all went off great and then into block party loved my set so many gorgeous girls and thank you to my regular dancers who come and dance at me. Uh. Thanks to you for like starting off the Claire fucking Beck chant, <laughs> chant as you're uh, inclined to do which I always enjoy and then on to, got a bit of a purple disco machine dance and then on to Mother, the Mothership. The mothership. Myself and Ruth doing a back to back set very sold out <laughs> multiple people crying outside that they could not get in. We could not physically <laughs> safely fit more people in and we just had the best time. There was so much love in the room. It was just gorgeous. Oh God, it was very hot, wasn't it? You're it in your so knickers. so hot. <laughs> Literally, it was so hot. It was so funny because it's always quite hot. Obviously, it's a, you know it's a small nightclub. Everyone's mm. dancing. And Ruth Kavna arrived up with this giant fan. She's like, I bought us a fan for the DJ box. I figured we would need it. And we had the fan behind us. But even with that, it was just so hot because everyone was just like dancing their little arses off and it was packed out oh, so yeah so I ended up DJing in my knickers for the last Hey-o. hour and I was like Am, is it me am I being dramatic and then uh, Keen, the lighting engineer came up at the end basically just in a pair of short shorts he'd stripped off as well he's like that was the hottest mother ever and he's like standing in front of the fan like this <laughs> it was so funny oh. but yeah no just such a lovely a lovely weekend just surrounded by everything we were talking about on last week's episode just being in this beautiful inclusive lovely space surrounded by our queer family yeah. and just having a little ball and any knots any knots just in your knickers this is not a direct in my knickers this is not a direct <laughs> knot but it was something that saddens me oh. so uh, James O'Hagan from LGBT Ireland yes. um, who formerly of Sissy That Pod mm-hmm. um, who we went on and had an ep- episode with himself and Keen had an episode not like a psychotic break like he <laughs> did, we were invited on well. Sissy That Pod to do an episode <laughs> but um, I saw him posting over the weekend and when I say I gasped when I saw his outfit he was wearing these like uh, like inclusive pride flag dungarees it was like and just a beautiful outfit put together mm. big fly like and he was posting pictures of the outfit and I was like oh my god I'm in love with him he looks Aww. stunning fair play to him he did look deadly but then I oh he looks so deadly um, but then I saw him post then again after Pride <clears throat> talking about how um, he'd basically been fat shamed like more mm. than once he was walking around there was uh, a few separate people came up to him and be like oh my god uh, give us diet tip and all this other bullshit and it's like sorry at Pride yeah. and he said it was gay men that were saying it to him and he put this really lovely like heartfelt piece talking about fat phobia and you know his experience with it and other people's experience and then I saw lots of other uh, people sharing it and stuff and I was just like fair play to him for speaking out he's amazing but he should not have had to go through that and I was also fear 
hilarious for him because he looked fabulous. Not that fat shaming is ever okay. Yeah. But it just really pissed me off. It was like, lads, really? 2023? Yeah. Come on. But hopefully it made people think twice because we all do have internalized fat phobia within us, you know, that kind of way. So um, hopefully it'll make people check themselves. Think about it before they say something stupid and potentially ruin someone's day. Yeah. So that was a little bit of a knot for the week, but then I was so proud of him for the way he handled it. And then also just the dungarees. I'll never get over them. Oh so stunning. But anyway, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Wow. This is definitely not a cult. Well, Claire, as we know, with all the money in the world, I mean, I'm not sure if I would spend 250000 getting in a submarine to go see the Titanic, but Percy, what's your relationship with money? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. RIP. But apparently the... For the wealth of the people that were on that submarine, it's the equivalent of like a, a nice sandwich coffee. or a nice coffee. Yeah. It's such a drop in the it's ocean. Like, yeah, so yeah, Hail. you know, I guess it's all relative. And just for our international listeners, actually, because we do have so uh, shout out Canada, shout out Luxembourg. I can't remember where else. London. Um, <laughs> London. Oh yeah, there's quite a few UK guys listening actually. But um, I literally got distracted by something shiny. I'm so ah. sorry. Um, <laughs> Yes, if you haven't been keeping up with what has been all over the newspapers, all over the Irish media, all over the Oireachtas um, over the past while, just Google Ryan Tuberty or TE <laughs> or just Ryan Tuberty or Ryan Tuberty money and you will see everything that's happened. Uh, we don't need to get into it. It's already been very well covered. But it has been kind of the hot topic between everybody um, and their relationship with money mm-hmm. and I, I think a lot of people were just kind of, it's unfathomable to have so much money that you wouldn't know exactly how much it was in your bank account. I think there's a certain level where there's probably people are like, ah, oh, grand, you yeah. know, I either have money or I don't or whatever. Um, but for me, I have a particular benchmark mm-hmm. for living comfortably. Yeah. And that benchmark is... And this isn't, I'm not, this is coming from, I should say, before we get into like talking about saving and all of these things, because mm-hmm. having any kind of disposable income is a privilege. I have come from being in the position of literally going, do I keep this doctor's appointment or do I buy, buy food? Yeah. Like I have been in that position before. So I'm, that's the angle that I'm coming at before we get into it. But for me, uh, my benchmark of living comfortably is when you're in the grocery store, Buying whatever you need and not men- keeping a mental tally as you go around. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you know when you're going right, like your students or you're maybe not in your you're not mm-hmm. in your abundance era, and you're like, okay, so that's one twenty seven, that's this whatever, and you're mm. literally counting it all up, and yeah. then you're sweating that you haven't counted it right, yeah. and you're not going to have enough, and you'll yeah. have to put something back. So that is for me the benchmark of living comfortably to be going around. Um, little or whatever and just being like oh yeah and I think I'll get that ooh and I'll stock up on that and whatever and just mm-hmm. getting what I need mm-hmm. paying for it and leaving yeah you know and I think would you kind of like I think most people are happy with that yeah like that's that like would... a good place to be in yeah I'd say like my relationship with money as well like kind of similarly um, it would went from very much kind of like that like Whenever I was a student up north, and cost of living was nothing. Yeah, um, big and then my awareness around money and how much some people had, how so much people hadn't, and kind of where I kind of fell in spectrum as well, like just shocked me. I suppose coming down to like the most expensive city in Europe, um, of my own doing. Like I mean, mm-hmm. glorious, whatever, like this. But yeah, very much gave me that kind of like realization, being like, oh. God, I need to kind of like watch some things here or there, but like, how do I, you know, make some straight? I suppose it's that kind of like 
tentative kind of relationship being like a, I'm never feeling always comfortable with money because you always just don't know when the next kind of a little hike up somewhere is going to be, whether if that's like, you know, a public transport kind of thing or if that's just kind of, you know, cause he lives, bloody playing yeah. up on everybody. Yeah, God, or just literally having a house above your head and then it'd be like, well, we're up in your rent and you're going, <laughs> what? Yeah, I yeah. know. It's wild. And I think a lot of the traditional things of like, and this, don't worry, we are not turning into financial uh, podcasts. <laughs> we are not suddenly not. being no. <laughs> like, you know, money experts, but we're just kind of trying to give some hot girl tips and our own perspective on it. But I think there's traditionally all the things of like, oh yeah, you get a job, you save, you buy a house, you do this. Like that's so in the bin now because of the Kazi lives. Yeah. And because of the housing crisis and all of these things. Um, So I think people's mindsets have completely changed. Oh yeah. Um, even though the Irish are still obsessed with land I always find it funny when people move here particularly from other parts of Europe and they're like why are you obsessed with buying your own houses and we're like 800 years because uh, in Europe like renting is so normal and it's yeah. so well regulated and everything anyway we don't need to get into all of that now but there's apparently there's two types of mindsets okay. that people have okay so if you have come from a background where you're kind of going paycheck to paycheck yeah. and you're never like the idea of having savings or a nest egg mm-hmm. or anything like that is so just not in your consciousness mm-hmm. that you're just like, fuck it, I can't take it with me. I'm just going to spend it. Yeah. So whatever you have, you spend, you're never really thinking of saving. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you come from a more comfortable background, maybe you come from like a rich family mm-hmm. or and then you go into like a very stable job, you're thinking about planning for the future because yeah. you have that like kind of accumulated wealth. Um, Your parents might have, you know, given you um, a bit of a leg up, maybe they bought you a car, maybe they helped you out with your rent, whatever it yeah. is. So you're thinking long term. Yeah. You're thinking of, um, you know, well, from in my future, I might want this. I might want to save for this. I might want to invest, all that kind of thing. So there's kind of the two sides of the coin and it's such a different way of like Rationalizing, I think totally. even like, yeah, it's, it's a strange one as well. Like, I suppose, as you said, they're like, it's a completely like, kind of like new game, even for talking with like, say, my generation, idea of like money and even we were talking about this of like what like is the value put on money like I would not even think of as you said housing doesn't seem like a possibility to me so like everything that I kind of would spend money on I'm like well it's going to be experience of stuff like this world's going to blow up soon it's just and if you say that to like my mum and dad they'll be like oh no no like but surely you know you'd be putting aside this and I'm going like that's not going to get me anywhere. So even that's if that is accumulates it's over a certain amount of time. That's why everybody picks up hustle kind of jobs and there's this whole kind of culture of like getting into crypto and, you know, make your money now because it's not going to go anywhere once ever, you know, the place yeah. burns down. Like I know, I know. It's that kind of nihilistic kind of mindset. But also it would have been a thing as well, I think for, you know, our parents' generation of like stuff. Mm. So oh, the good stuff. china oh my that God. you never gets used or like the, the even the, like the room that get you know, oh all my this God, kind the of dining stuff. Rooms. Like the things, keeping things for good. Whereas we're living in smaller places, sharing mm-hmm. till like, you know, for however long, some people for the rest of Like I have friends in their 50s now that are in house shares and they're like, well, like this is, this is how we live. You mm-hmm. know, we're never going to get out of that. Um, so I think you're dead right. It's more um, rather than like accumulating items, it's mm-hmm. like enjoying your life. Yeah. So it's like spending it on the tri- the trip. The making memories is what I like to think of it. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like oh, I want to go to a festival. I want to go to this country. It's like I want to create memories. I want to spend time with these people. Do you think in relation to kind of the queer community, it can be different as well? Because again, mm-hmm. if you have two men in a relationship, the chances are that is going to be a high Higher income household. Uh, oh, honey. Household. household. <laughs> if you have two women together, 
statistically it's going to be a lower income household mm-hmm. they're probably not going to be able to afford to live in as big a place a central place mm-hmm. you know also with the queer community you've got a lot of marginalized people mm-hmm. maybe not necessarily going to be able to go to college go and get that big job like have the big career there's lots of other things going on um obviously being trans is incredibly expensive particularly yeah. when you have to travel for healthcare So it's a different kind of, within our kind of community, there's a whole other different relationship. Yeah, I suppose for the real hot girls out there, there's like so many different dynamics that I suppose whenever it comes to thinking about money, just it's a different kind of mindset. And I suppose that's what we kind of were like, okay, what are we being able to chat about whenever we think about the people in our lives and how we rationalize and think about money because God, we find out that it's not the same as all the all the other heteronormals. <laughs> no, definitely not. And also, and then obviously broad generalization because queer people get married and have children. Mm-hmm. But in general, uh, we talked about in previous episodes, the relationship escalator. We're not doing the like move in together, get a dog, have kids, blah, 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 because that's obviously like its own expense yeah. in ourselves. So if you're thinking, I don't want children or I want to, you know, and would we say that it's quite expensive to be gay because it's um it's kind <laughs> Kind of fab. <laughs> like you want to look your best. You want to go out and enjoy your life. <laughs> Not us victimizing. It's actually no, it's quite expensive. It's just, no, it's, but it's stating a fact. Claire, it's, it's a lifestyle choice. It, 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 it can cost a billion to be able to live this. <laughs> no, I'm obviously like so generalizing, but... If if you're going down that traditional route of having mm. kids and stuff, you're not spending all your money on your going out every weekend, looking your best. You know, you're focusing on like paying for kids yes. stuff and like, you know, the house that's a little bit further out, all yeah, that kind of crap. you're getting dinky. You're getting dinky. That is double income, no kids yet for people <laughs> that were not familiar. Now, how can we t- how can we make this specifically for the real hot girls? So before we get into saving... I'm going to say like these are some things that I'm going to let you off the hook and not be ashamed of spending on. So Connor and I, as you know, are paid up member of the Little Treat Girly Society. Mm-hmm, we are indeed. I am sorry. No matter what your parents tell you, what anyone says, if you want to spend four euro on an iced coffee, if you want to get a little bun for mm-hmm. yourself, if you want to get a little daily treat, that is not going to stop you from getting a mortgage <laughs> or paying for a master's degree that you'll never use. If you I have hear, to enjoy your life. If I hear one more fucking boomer tell me that if I buy an avocado, I'm not saving for house. I'm going to pull the pearls right off their necks I no, swear to death and just you know support local businesses and just spend that money and honestly I think for little treats you can't be just on this grind unless you have like a specific thing that you're like oh I'm like saving up for this specific thing and I know that if I save this much per week yeah but even then have your little treats, girls. Little treat curlies all the time, always. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's something that's worth spending on. I also, we've already touched on this, think it's worth spending on experiences. And that's not necessarily going outside your budget and doing things that you're not going to be comfortable doing. No. But if you know one of your friends has a birthday coming up or you're planning a festival or a holiday, budget for it. Be like, okay, do I have enough time to save this mm-hmm. much money? To go and do this. Yeah, Just exactly. It. Claire, it's investments. It's investing into in your yourself. future and yourself. It's investing in the time <laughs> with your friends. And honey, you're investing in essentially just um, 
just being a real hot girl. Personally, yeah. I think, like, now, since I've met Clara, I've been investing heavily into this um, abundance lifestyle. <laughs> and let me tell you what, if there's one person We've that I've been I'm, having fun. I've been having a lot of fun. And, you know, it's all been worth it in the end. Yeah. There's never been a point where I turned around and said, I wish I had that extra 50. Yeah. Unless it was that. No, I don't. No. No, but like, you know, think, okay, so what have we spent the most money on since we've met each other? Ice coffees. Uh-huh. Um, Toasties. Do you say taxis? Toasties. Oh, toasties. <laughs> um, you know, uh, going on holidays. Yes. Going to music festivals. Yes. Going to gigs. Um, bullying each other into purchasing items in vintage clothes yeah. that become treasured, <laughs> treasured hero pieces yes, in our wardrobes that we use all the time. So... <laughs> Investments. Investments. I can't believe we're investment people. Oh my God. I can't we're believe basically we're investment bankers. Like, I'm Dave Ramsey. <laughs> um, so, on the other side of it, real hot girls, the sensible boots side of it as well, there are certain things that are worth trying to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, we don't want to be falling behind on our rent. Okay. No. We don't want to be. Um, in a situation where we're borrowing money from friends and we can't pay it back and then it causes a bit of a... Tension, yeah. It's not great. Yeah. It's not great. Um, but most of all, I think... And this is coming from um, somebody who got out of college right in the height of the Celtic Tiger era. When I was 18 years of old, I was no questions asked offered a gold card. Sorry, what the fuck a is a gold, gold card? It's a gold credit card. It's a credit card with a, like a high, I think there was like a 10 grand limit on is it. Is this someone that like Donald Trump has in like home, like Malcolm in the Middle where he's like, put it on the card or like, I think, I, I think that's an Amex. So an Amex card has no limits. Okay. You're so rich that they're like, oh yeah, just oh charge whatever. But this, I think, the, I, I think there was a 10,000 euro limit on oh it. What do you think I did at 18 years of age? Oh. How many tattoos did you get? I didn't get a tattoo. I went to Ibiza. <laughs> Had a great time. Just moved into my first place. We needed some furniture. Obviously put that in the car. I hadn't fucking clue. I'd never even fathomed that much money in my oh life. Oh my God. At 18. At 18. Jesus Now I didn't Christ. like go, blah, 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 like I, you yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. it literally was like, it was just ridiculous. And it was the way that it was marketed to and the way there was so much money washing around at mm. that time um, that it was like, oh sure, like it's grand. Like it's fine. It's just credit. It's uh, it's good for your credit rating. It'll be good for your future. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're not potato people anymore. We're rich. Let's be fabulous. Ah, <laughs> you know, it's kind of thing. I was working in Claire's accessories and... Um, <laughs> Doing overnight shifts in a radio station, sleeping on the floor in between and then going and doing the odd gig, like trying to get my foot in the gig ladder. Oh, my God. Like I was not earning anywhere near enough to clear that thing. So I would say from experience, because it did take me an extraordinarily long time to clear that credit card. um, Don't be getting yourself into mad loads of debt. I'm actually kind of against credit cards as such. I think they should only be for an emergency. Yeah. I think if it's an emergency that it's like whether it's a medical or you need to get on a flight to see a family member in a crisis, something like that. That is, I think, what the credit card is for. Mm-hmm. I personally do not think that you should be going outside of that, um, outside of what you're bringing in, in in the month. I know that sounds so, so basic, but like I said, child of the Celtic tiger. <laughs> some of us had someone learning to do. So yeah, that's what I would be saying. Don't be putting things on the credit cards. Yeah. That's real hot girl shit. That is real hot girl shit. I also have a bit of a theory now Claire it's called uh-huh. the kind of walk away theory okay basically it's that kind of like realisation of and I've had this with a lot of friends as well that like you know 
been in where we are in work, we're in the middle of town. You are constantly being like, oh, we'll walk around, you know, even for like. Oh, you step outside the office, it's 20 quid. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> and then you're like, what is happening? Like, how does this keep happening? Yes. There are plenty of things just like calling out for people, either like you go and like, oh, drop like a bit of like there's a new thing there or like do you know what I mean like a bit of a oh we grab a little lunch here whatever like this basically I have this idea where like is it like can you leave it or do you need it basically it's if you walked away from it how long is that going to stay in your head now I have practiced this a little bit including at Edinburgh do you remember oh, when the boots when you were, walked I, away from those boots and we hid them yes, and you were like I'm walking away and, and I had then to you go couldn't stop thinking about yeah. and I literally was like okay do you know what and I had to think about it I had to rationalise and I went no look I can afford these. It's not going to break my bank. And you know what? It's going to be an investment piece. These are really good quality X, Y, Z. And I made a good statement yeah. in my head for them. And do you know what? Better for it. Now, I have had another times where I'm like, I have to leave this. Yeah. And I've left. And I went, thank God, what was I thinking? Because the amount of times you look in your wardrobe or you look at like, things are just lying around your room. It's like, why do I have it? Like, I would say listeners out there right now can probably look around wherever they are and go, why do I own this? in my possession. Do you know, it's an extremely hot thing to do actually. Go on. Um, for, you know that, like you have the stuff in your wardrobe that's not quite right. Uh-huh. Gather it up. Uh-huh. Gather your friends. Burn it. No, <laughs> that's very bad for the environment and we're sustainable queens. Get Joking. all the bits and Joking. bobs. Get a group of your mates together. Uh-huh. Have a little swap shop. Oh my God, swap shop. Yeah. So all get together, either go like go to someone's house, go to a venue somewhere, whatever. Get all the clothes together. And what you do is everyone goes around and you do like a one for one swap yeah. with everyone. And then whatever's left, bring it to the charity shop. No, someone's going to love it. If it's good quality, it's just not right for the people that are there. But it's so good. Like coming away um, from each other. I used to live with my friend Jenny and we would regularly like just shop each other's wardrobes. We'd go down oh. to the living room and be like, I think I bought this thinking you would look good in it so it would look good on me. Whatever, yada, yada. And swap over. Um, but yeah, that's just a little side tip that I like to Oh, <laughs> just a tip. But yeah, the walkway theory, I live and die by. I That's think, a really good one. I think it's a good one. Yeah, it's even if you see like a little like snack that you're kind of like, I don't really need it, but kind of looks funny. It's like in a holiday, do you know when you see something that like looks a bit too scrumptious sitting in the window of somewhere and you're kind of going, that's been sitting out That's for, been a while. for a while. I'm going to get that on impulse and I'm yeah. going to go, oh, I have a bite and I want to I would say like you have to trust your gut as well. Sometimes like lucky things just happen, like you in the boots. Yeah. Like um, I was walking home um one night I just here a few weeks ago and I was walking by you know Omdiva the gorgeous shop with oh, gorgeous yeah. girls there and they were having you know they got a lot of new stock and they were having this like it was essentially a jumble sale outside they had a 10 euro rail a 5 euro rail and then they had like a pile on the ground that it was like if you buy two things you can have there was nothing wrong with them they were just like we need space and yeah. you know my new like my long red skirt <gasps> yes. that was free oh because I bought the, the sparkly pants from Shut them up. for a fiver like sometimes things just happen I was like not going to think about any of those things I was like mm-hmm. that's a bargain that's something that's really good now I did use your walkaway theory yesterday <gasps> shut up yeah I saw something mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to show you the picture now because I did take a picture at the checkout today oh to send to the boat people exciting um, so I saw this mm-hmm. and I said that seems like something that would actually save me quite a lot of money and be really cool to uh-huh. have and would look really cute and would bring me joy. It oh, falls wow. into the dopamine decor oh, of category as well as the practicality category. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no, 
this is silly I cannot just purchase this for myself um, and then I walked away and then I went back and got it this evening just <laughs> Go on. for the people what is in the so Claire um, is turning around her phone to me right now oh shut the fuck up shut the front door I know exactly where you got this and I know the cost of it as well and yes. you're dead bloody right. right sorry this in front of me is a pastel pink really bad pastel um Express machine from Lidl. I'm sorry. These are deadly. It yeah. even comes with a little steaming one. Do you know the amount of times that you will use this? Oh, I'll use it every day. Unequivocally. Yeah. yeah I'll it's use one of it the best day. investments. So it's like the just, air fryer. Okay, we're, we're, not, oh we're not gatekeeping. Okay, so it's 80 euro. Yeah. And it is an exact copy of the DeLonghi espresso machine, oh, which perfect. is 300 quid or something. Um, so yeah, I like literally w- went to my friend's house and she has the, it comes in pink pistachio. This is not sponsored by Little, but Little, if you want to give us some money, we will ooh, take oh. it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I was like, fuck it. Like, it seems like a lot of money, but if you're saving the five or a pop. Oh. And also it'll go with my pink sparkly water. Oh, exactly. So and that's real hawker shit. But yeah. You rationalised, you saw, and you seen the investment that was exactly. worth it. Exactly. So if it's stuff that is honestly, you, like you're like, I'm going to get you out of this, I'm going to get the wear out of it, go for it. But just don't be, and I think we have to be aware as well of like, I was talking about dopamine decor there, mm-hmm. which is when you decorate your house with just things that you absolutely love. And then when you turn the key in the door, come home, you're like, oh, <laughs> this is so nice. <laughs> but there's also the little dopamine hits of impulse spending yeah. as a reaction to yeah. you being upset and trying to regulate yourself you gotta be careful of those that's how you end up with the shit in the wardrobe yeah. that you're like oh why that's how you end up watching Confession of a Shopaholic and understand exactly what they're going through <laughs> <laughs> exactly now for a very hot second Claire I want to actually bring across something that I found online as well this is the sunk cost fallacy which basically for a lot of the hot girls out there it's a tendency to follow through on an endeavour if we have already invested time, effort or money into it. Now, we're big believers in if it doesn't, you know, feed your soul, serve you, whatever like this. It's basically not worth the cost. Um, But the sunken, uh, sunk cost fallacy basically is that whether or not the current costs outweigh the benefits, it's trying to rationalise that, like why are you feeding time into it? Uh So whatever it is, money kind of thing like this, the sunken cost thing is kind of like a you know what, even if you have... I put, put so like, much into this, I should keep going. Yeah. No, it also replies to relationships, jobs, friendships, whole host of things. Exactly. Sometimes you got to know when to walk away. Yeah, you need to know what's worth saving and what's worth leaving behind. You're dead right. So <laughs> what should we wrap up by saying? We're saying that you should live your life yes. within your means. Uh-huh. Have the little treats. Have the treats. Budget for the beautiful making memories with your friends. Go to the concert. Go to the festival. Take the road trip. Get the boots. Do all of that. Get the boots. <laughs> but just don't overstretch yourself and get yourself into a whole lot of debt because then it is not going to be dopamine decor. It is not going to be dopamine anything. It's going to be a load of shit. And even if you are spending a little bit and you feel like, oh, I've already put this stuff in, if it's not serving your wealth, health or body, it's mind and body, oddy, oddy. It's not real hot girl shit. It's not real hot girl shit. But also what is not real hot girl shit is changes in circumstances, such as your housing, your job, anything like that. And it is nothing to be ashamed of. Even if you just got into a little bit of money trouble because you weren't 
budgeting accordingly. Go and speak to Mabs. They are absolutely fantastic. They will give you all of the um, advice that you need. Actually, look them up anyway. If you're like, what's a budget? I don't know. It's just M-A-B-S. Look them up. Um, They will advocate for you if you're in a bit of trouble, if you need it. Um, There's absolutely no shame in it. We all do it from time to time. So yeah, it's real hot girl shit. If you are keeping on top of that sort of thing. Yeah, and don't you dare get in a submarine and go down and see Titanic. I swear to God. (laughs) Real hot girl shit. So Connor, what was your homework last week and did you achieve it? (laughs) Let me tell you what my homework was last week there. Last week I said I wanted to commit to healthy July. So far, um, my voice is barely coming back. I've had compete on my blisters and we're going into another festival weekend. Uh And you know what? After that, I will fully commit to it. It'll be the first step into July. Um, So far, I have not been doing it so much, but I swear to God, I am going to commit to it at some stage or another. But look, we didn't make our homework last week and it's okay. You I were wrapping up time. your birthday month. It wasn't your fault. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Everybody made me do it. I hate it when that happened. Straight pride and normal pride. It was all crazy. <laughs> Very inclusive of you. I know. What about you, Claire? What was your homework and did you do it? Well, Connor, my homework last week was to get the calendar open and book in my sliving girl July so I wanted to have I said that I was purposely light on gigs that I wanted to have a balance of doing the fun big party things but also good things and yes I did it <gasps> booked my ferry for the salty islands hey. yeah booked time off for some like little DIY projects and kind of life admin that I needed to do hey. booked um, to go visit my gorgeous friend Jenny down in Sheepwalk we're going to have a little beach day we're going to play with our dog Claire. yeah so I've done all that stuff I've been in the sea I'm going skating after this gold stars so yeah gold star for me oh my Yay. god real hot girl shit oh me oh my I know I'm so proud of myself Woo. Um, so Connor what is one thing you are going to do this week to embody Yaddy yaddy the hot girl energy. No, like seriously, I'm going to commit to being a half of July. That is my one thing. I didn't do it last week. So, so you're I doing think it's a rollover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get back, a little workout, going to be cooking for myself, going to be like freezing meals, meal prep and shit. Yeah. And then hopefully get back into a bit of fiddling. I haven't been there in a while. I've oh, been too many concerts. I need to play yeah. my own in June. Uh, 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 uh. Are we Ooh. going to the flat? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, let's go to the flat. We'll go and call on the disco bus. We won't even have to get dirty unless we want to. Okay, perfect. <laughs> what about you, Claire? What's one thing that you're going to do to embody Oddie Oddie, the hot girl energy? <laughs> well, Connor Finn, one thing that I need to do to embody Oddie Oddie, the hot girl energy this week is prepare my set for the second edition of King Club at Opium. Oh, shut Where, up! Yeah, it is coming out. It is going to be on the... 28th of July <gasps> Friday the 28th uh, back in Opium we had such a stunning time oh with God. our uh, debut run out there so we're going to be doing it again so King if you missed it the last time is a night for queer women and their friends all inclusive all welcome the tunes are going to be litty and I'm already thinking about my outfit you Deadly. Now, Claire, what is one thing that we're going to give as homework to the hot girls out there? Now, homework to the hot girls out there what you can do is Set yourself, I'm going to give you two options. Set yourself up a little budget. Just look at your monthly kind of ins and outs and see, ooh, is there anything that I could maybe do to, I don't actually watch that streaming service, so maybe I can take that subscription off and I can put that in a little pot, like Mm -hmm. a little Revolut vault or something that I can use for Uh little treats. Because what are we? Little Little treat girlies. So why not see if you can trim a little bit off, put that into the little treat department. Honestly, fucking that's all I was going to say as well. Those Revolut vaults, save you some. Honestly, really, Diaz. 
So, Connor, where can people find us if they want to find out more? Oh, Claire, you know where they can find us? On the streets, in the meets. What are you talking about? Me, I'll kill it. No, you can find us on Instagram at RealHawkGirlPod. That's also us on TikTok. Or you can get in touch with us on email. RealHawkGirlPod at gmail.com. Divine. This is definitely not a cult. Okay, I think that is it. I'm going to go roller skating. You're going to the cinema. Look at us living girls summer. Investing in hawker lives. We love you, Rides. Till next time, stay Stay hot, hot girls. girls.